You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is, as always, my co-host, Alicia Finley. Happy Monday. How are you? You look uh, exhausted. <laughs> a little bit. I'm telling you, my uh, my people at work just never want to go away so I can go home. Mm. That's what it's starting to feel like. It was, a, it, was a, it was a huge ordeal last night, but we'll get through it. It's... We'll get through it. The uh, perks of the service industry, right? Sure. Sure. You call it a perk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure plenty of you out there can can feel that plight of mine. Yeah. We can't leave till they leave. And when it's a huge party and you got a huge setup afterwards, you're like, well, this is where I am for the rest of the evening. Yeah. I'm, I've never been a fan of the service industry. I've done it before in various fashions. And I just, I can't deal with people. Yeah, no, I'm is. quite over it, but I'm qualified for nothing. So we just do what we got to do for right now. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, when you're not dealing with people, what have you been playing? Oh, my goodness. What have I been playing this week? Let's see if my brain will even turn on long enough for it. Oh, I uh, I uh, tried another VR game yesterday that made me sick. Okay. So I guess I'm still not quite there yet as far as like the locomotion goes. Um I thought we could do it. Um, we could not. It was like a free dive game. Let me mm-hmm. see if I can actually find the correct name of it here. I think I lasted all of about 20 minutes, and I'm like, well, we can't do this anymore. Uh, da, da, yeah. Free Diver Triton Down. Never heard of it. I, I hadn't either. I had, like, finished up a game kind of early yesterday because I did do um, – dance central mm-hmm. for vr because i wanted to check that out so i guess i've had two games this week and so i i played like i don't know six or seven maybe ten songs in dance central which it is a lot of fun um but i think just because it's still so new and there's not i mean obviously you have just dance which has 10 years worth of material to pull from mm-hmm. so even if you buy the latest uh, just dance you can pay what like four dollars for unlimited and you have all of them at your disposal right. with just the most recent purchase you know so it, it, the only thing right now is it just feels like there's just not enough songs I think mine has like 32 or something like that give or take mm. um, a couple and so I and with me not listening to like what the kids are hip to these days like I only knew like maybe three of the songs total that were on there so I'm just picking songs to, to do the dances um, and I guess I'm doing just like the easy mode. I don't know. Just to start off with. Um, I don't think it's going to overtake Just Dance. 
I mean, it's cool to be in the VR setting and all this kind of stuff, uh, but it's just so much more freeing to be able to do all of that without having the headset and being tethered because, you know, I have the original Rift and most PC VR anyway to nowadays are still tethered. Mm-hmm. So it makes the whole like really getting into it a little bit more difficult. Um, and then, of course, when you're sweating and it's all coming in through your headset and all this kind of stuff. So it's fun. I just think maybe I should have waited till there was a lot more songs at its disposal or something like that. But again, I think you're just better off getting just dance. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the free diver, I'm not even sure if I even remember what the, the story was supposed to be. I think I just got a little bit past the tutorial, like you're swimming. And so the tutorial's teaching you how to dive and to move forward and all this kind of stuff. And I put extreme comfort mode on where it like really narrows it down for you on your peripherals to try Mm. to like cut it down. But as soon as we got into the actual story, like a ship had fallen, I was in the ship. And so I'm having to, you know, swim through the ship and (sighs) after about six or seven (laughs) minutes of that, I'm like, I I can't do it. Just the whole swimming motion and maybe being stuck in confined spaces because you're on this ship that overturned, you know, like maybe a combination of it all. But I'm going to have to build up to that a little bit because it looks gorgeous it looks mm-hmm. like it would be fun i hear it's real short like maybe an hour if you can you know obviously get through it all and understand the basics but uh whew, no just not there intense, yet huh? not yeah. there yet yeah i mean it's i've always just done the i don't know what they call it where you point at the ground and it just zips you to that spot so as i'm moving through video games and vr that's how i've always done it mm-hmm. because it does cut down the me feeling sick and then I've been venturing a little bit out into other games and just trying it for a little bit where you're moving like, I guess, supposedly you would through life or you're actually just moving forward and everything's moving past you. But um, not I'm not there yet. I'm not quite there yet. It, it takes a rock gut and some practice. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I played for about 20 minutes and I'm like, well, we're just going to have to put this one down for for, I don't know, a couple days and maybe try again. Right. Because it does look cool and it's a short game. So Mm -hmm. uh, for VR, I like those nice, neat one to two hour experiences. That's about all along. I really want to put my head in the headset anyway because my eyes will start to go. It's time to look at something else. But Mm -hmm. it it seems like it's a great game. So if you can handle it, go check it out. Um, I'm just not there yet. So if you're a VR you know, aficionado. It's only like nine bucks on Steam. Mm-hmm. Go check it out, but not there yet. Okay. So that's all I've played is some VR this week. Fair I'm going to dive into an FMV later on today. But oh, nice, nice. I haven't tried it yet, so we'll see. It's a sequel to one that I've played in the past. So, Ooh. And it's, if it's like the first one, it's just going to be ridiculous tomfoolery. It's a Chinese uh, independent company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's going to big colors, big acting big everything and it just brings joy to my heart (laughs) (laughs) that they're so over the top and ridiculous it just it makes it so much fun right i have no idea if i'm gonna like that one yet but it's okay how about you well before i actually touch on it since you were talking about vr i don't know if you heard or not that they did an update to no man's sky and added vr Yes, it has been quite the game. It's been the game to play. Yeah, that way for the last couple days. Kind of curious. I mean, I wouldn't mind trying that out. You know, because but Mm -hmm. I did hear that what you were talking about the motion sickness. It's like it's really awesome, but be aware there seemed to be a lot of that because I would imagine with that one it could. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, think about it: going in your ship, going Mm -hmm. into space. 
I want to at least try it once. You know, oh, yeah. I'll, I know that I'm going to get motion sick because it's happened before with, I think it was Star Wars. They did like a little X-Wing fighter uh, addition oh, to the yeah, Battlefront game. And that was so amazing. So amazing. But again, there was that, oh, oh gosh, okay, okay. I got it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I guess obviously people do get used to it. But I think for me, it's still just making that track where my body itself isn't moving, but mm-hmm. my brain thinks it is. Sure, yeah. And so I I, I can't wait, though, because there's a lot of really cool games that I'd love to dive into if I could just, you know, build up the tolerance for it for at least like 45 minutes. If I can get to like 45 minutes to an hour, I think we'll be doing good. and I can get through some more VR games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'd like to check that out at some point. But um Last week, I was very irate about Psychonauts because of the whole rail scenario. Yeah. But I thought I'd go one more time just to see if maybe there was a glitch and it was just messing me up or what, what, you know, whatever it was. I figured Mm -hmm. out how to get through the rail and I got through it and I beat it. Nice. I just said, ha ha, good. I just, let's get it done. So I beat it. It's done. No more. I shut it off. I'm done. I didn't, I didn't even go (laughs) because look, I mean. It was a fun game up to that point, but... And then that's your last memory. Yeah, that was my last memory. And it it, it pains me because it was such a good game. I feel like it could be done, if they do one of those remasters like they did Spyro, they could fix a lot of things, make it look great, much better than it was, fix a lot of those camera control problems and whatnot, but... I just, I hate that that was the last thing. I wanted to be like, oh man, this is an amazing game. I highly recommend it, but I do to a point. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Um, I did go back to Detroit Become Human, play a little farther in that, but I still nice. I still keep getting these points where I can only play so long and then I have to stop or don't have more time to continue. And then... It's a long game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I love how I don't know what... I'm going to do or what to expect because there are so many branching paths and I don't know whether or not I'm doing the right thing. And it's just, I don't want to say it's, it's right. It's just, it's fun not knowing, you know, not knowing what I'm supposed to be doing, what would be the right call. And I'm just going off of instinct, hoping that I'm going to be doing the right thing. That's how you should on your first playthrough, especially just kind of like go with your gut and mm. see what happens. And yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it does lend itself to a lot of replayability. So it depends on um, how invested you are to want to see all the different outcomes. Even sure. me, I think I've played through it three times and there's still a couple scenarios where there's so many boxes that mm. haven't been shown to me. I'm like, dang, really? Like, I can't make the connection on how, what was I supposed to have done? I didn't find that. All right. All yeah. right. You know, so so, yeah, I probably never will. <laughs> that was how it was with the uh, what was it Beyond Two Souls? Like there mm-hmm. were a few other scenarios to get back to, and maybe like one or two more endings that I didn't get to see. And it since it, they require you to go back to certain points in time, you can kind of jump around, but it's still like well, you have to go all the way back here and then shift the narrative and then branch off here. And it's just like, but I don't want to have to play all of that, but. At the on the same token, I've been removed from it long enough that maybe now it wouldn't be so bad because it wouldn't feel I like feel I'm like repeating. I enjoyed it more the second time I played it through because that mm-hmm. was probably out of all the David Cage games my least favorite mm-hmm. Beyond Two Souls. Um, 
but I feel like the second time I played it, for some reason, I did enjoy it more. And I don't know why or what the circumstances were that made it different for me the second time. Maybe because I was already familiar enough with it. I don't know. Right. But the first time, I, I, I think I zoned out quite a bit. Because I know he has a lot of cinematic areas where you're just watching for long periods of time. And that one just felt like it was more than the other ones where you're less playtime, more just watching. Right. But... And beyond that, <laughs> see, really, I didn't mean that. Mm. Uh, the other thing that I played, but this was only briefly uh, because I just I had nothing to do at the moment. I was kind of away from my common console at the moment, and I just thought, well, I'm bored. Let's see, let's see what I got on the other PlayStation. You know, my my hidden games that I'm I'm just setting aside, and I picked up one called The Bridge. Have you seen this okay. one? Mm-mm. It's an indie. I don't think so. It's an indie title that I must have gotten as a freebie one month on PlayStation Plus, and it's a puzzle game. It's got this very unique art style. It reminds me a lot of Braid. Do you, do you remember okay. that game? Um, I've heard of it. I don't think I played that one. I either, cannot though. remember the guy Jonathan Below. I think is his name. The guy developed it. He's supposed to be like this. Oh, that guy! Ah, and everybody gets all excited when they hear his name. Anyway. The bridge is a puzzle game where you use the left and right uh, buttons, like the L, R2 and L2, to twist the world around you. And then you oh, okay. turn it back this way, and you have to find your way to the exit in this area using this puzzle uh, algorithm, or whatever you want to call it. And it's... You know, I wasn't sure what it was exactly I was supposed to be doing because you'll turn the the room a certain way and then you can move to a certain area and then you turn it again, you can get to another spot. And then sometimes there's a boulder or some other form of thing that can kill you that you have to shape and shift and try to get it away from you to get away from the door that you're trying to get to or the key that you're using to get the door unlocked. And It's very unique. I didn't play it for very long. played maybe like six or seven levels or puzzles, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind spending a little bit more time with it. So it was it was oh, interesting. Nice. But uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing for the moment. Okay, let's <laughs> let's do some news. Um, what do we got up top? I, I want to go ahead and make a correction because I feel like maybe last week I said that you cannot get a gun in Australia. I feel like oh, maybe those words did come out of my mouth. And then I was listening to one of my other podcasts that I listen to regularly. And they were talking about the gun violence thing. And they are Australian. And they said, you can get a gun. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, they would know better than I. So Yeah, well, we would hope. Yeah, maybe just <laughs> yeah. not assault rifles or anything like that. But handguns or something to that effect. I'm That's what I'm assuming yeah. he meant. But the bigger they probably just obviously have much stricter laws than we do. Sure. But there. If I if I misspoke, I'm correcting it now. So that's out of the way. There we go. All right, well sorry about that. The uh the only real bit of news I have this week is actually a follow up to something we casually mentioned last week, uh when we were talking about Ninja's jump to mixer. We kind of casually remarked that Twitch was using his channel. As you know, as a platform to showcase other streamers, and we were just like, "Oh, that's that's amusing." Thought that was it. No, 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 no. Because uh, 
As this move was already amusingly desperate, the move quickly backfired when... And, and follow, follow me on this, because I was trying to understand how this happened. Mm-hmm. A Twitch streamer of some, you know, just some guy who... Probably just a random account. Just yeah. a random account. Began streaming hardcore pornography. That, in turn, led to a massive increase in his viewership. Which then, in turn, which I'm going to assume was just by some algorithmic selection, led his channel to become featured on Ninja's channel. It's because they put it under the Fortnite category. Oh. Because if you remember the whole artifact thing, too, where everybody was just mm-hmm. like throwing this porn in a in the wrong category for gotcha. years. So now, who's to say whether they did that on purpose, finding out that I'm sure they being did featured on Fortnite, or if they just knew Fortnite was a very visited, most frequently visited category. But yeah, so they had it miscategorized because there's no porn category on Twitch, of course. Mm-hmm. So they used Fortnite and had like 22,000 viewers. Yeah. And it stayed on for about two hours, I hear, yeah. so before it got taken down. There is no telling who saw it, what I saw it. And, you know, grown men. I only saw a screenshot later proving that it was there. Somebody took a screenshot because by the time I had heard the news, it had been taken down Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so there's uh, (laughs) probably a bunch of kids that got a a quick lesson in uh adulthood um Uh, yeah i mean because like i think the reason why i heard of it was when ninja posted a video apology even though he had nothing to apologize for but he was still apologizing to his fans that may not have known that he had moved yet and had gone to his page looking for stuff. And it was the top viewed one advertised on his page at the time. But how, how would they not know? You know, you'd feel like with all the publicity. That's been a question people have asked for a long time is like how that keeps going for so long unchecked because I mean, this isn't the first time and, uh, you know, actually, the husband and I were having this conversation the other day because it seems like we've just been hearing so much backlash from different streaming platforms and Twitch in particular right now because, I mean, they're still such a massive behemoth of a streaming platform that it's obviously when missteps happen, we're, you know, we're going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he made a good point, which I hadn't really thought of before, is that like this is a new thing, right? They're the first ones to really conquer this kind of corner of the Internet, per se. So everything is a learning experience, right? Everything. Mm -hmm. So what, and and I'm not, I'm not trying to play to one side or the other here because if they keep doing wrong, obviously keep calling them out on it. But I mean, imagine everything that happens on the platform is a brand new thing. We have nothing to reference back on how to uh, combat it or what's going to happen in the future. It's a brand new thing and everything happens in real time because it's a live thing. So, but to play the other side of that, how does it go on for two full hours with 22,000 viewers? Mm-hmm. Like the ones that you find hidden in like the smaller artifact category where it maybe has 30 or 40 viewers and they're not reporting it because they're watching it and all this kind of stuff. I could see that's probably going to go unchecked for a little bit, but 22,000 people for two hours seems a little bit long. Mm-hmm. So it's like I try to empathize that it's like, ugh, like you, you got to figure all this stuff out as you go. And they're kind of the ones paving the way for it. Um, but damn. I kind of feel like Twitch needs a few more human bodies 
to, to they need to hire some. Yeah, yeah. because I it think they're like expecting their algorithm to hold their hand and take care of everything. But sometimes you need human oversight to to take mm-hmm. care of this stuff. I mean, even YouTube needs that from time to time. Right. And I just, I don't know. Point being, I agree. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot of problems. Ninja should not have had to apologize, but I understand why he did. Yeah, I, I get it, it. He basically just wanted to make sure that also everybody knew that this was not something that he approved. It was done without his knowledge, things being advertised on his page or other streamers mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then obviously his audience is so young to try to be like, you know, if your kid went to that that day and that's what you saw, I apologize. Yeah. Um, because but, they have yeah. been trying to get out from under that. They've been trying to get the channel just taken down altogether from what I've heard. That's what he said in that video. Like now I, I've heard nothing about that beforehand because I mean, I would imagine he still wants to keep his account, right? Like if he still wants to go watch Twitch streams, mm-hmm. uh, the only difference is now he's not partnered and which I'm sure is all because of con contracts and stuff like that right certain partners can't stream on other platforms regardless but see i kind of feel Um, like he should have control over that like where you can host other streamers that should be his doing you can and i think that's why like if you read through a lot of those the backlash people are like on everyone because this is the first time they've ever done it it was only on his channel like other streamers have left obviously not of his magnitude but have left to go to other streaming platforms and their pages remain the same so you can host. There's even an auto host feature that Twitch has. Like he could have, and I don't know that he's done that or set it up. I would imagine probably, but um, why not just let it constantly flip through his hosts where, you know, he was the one who approved of, you know, advertising right. so-and-so's content. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously there's no way Twitch would have known that someone's going to like try to blast hardcore porn in the Fortnite category. Like, I see what they were trying to do from a business perspective, but it's still, it was not a good look. How it many? was not a good look. It really kind of made Twitch look a little bitter, you know, as opposed to just. Yeah. But you see, they've, they've seen a lot of this crap before. They should have known someone was going to be like, you know, I bet I could pull this off. There's a troll out there for all these situations waiting to jump on the opportunity, and they did. So, and who was to say it was going to get that much viewership? Because like I said, this is the first time I've heard of porn like on Twitch that had <laughs> he rolled the you know, dice. tens of thousands of people, you know. Mm. But uh, So I don't know if that person even realized how bad that was going to blow up too. <laughs> well, speaking of which, um, Twitch CEO Emmett Shear, he tweeted an apology for what happened, said that the account uh, that was streaming the pornography had been suspended which, you know, I kind of feel like it should be banned. And that might be what he meant to say. I don't know. But he said like, suspended. You know, uh, he also explained why they were trying to use Ninja's channel in the way that they were, saying it was meant to help sh- streamers create new community connections. But I kind of feel like it's a weak argument, but whatever. Like it's a live platform, something like that, yeah. to try to direct to other live content. Mm. Uh, paraphrased, of course. Now, eventually, he did tweet an apology to Ninja, saying what happened, quote, wasn't our intent. And this is this is something, maybe he, again, a mis, misspeaking. Uh, he said, wasn't our intent, but it should not have happened. I kind of feel like it should be, and it should not have happened, not but. Oh, yeah. 
It's just, I don't know. Just my thing. Like, uh, I'm sure what he meant was our intent was to not have porn be the first thing that people saw on your page. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it did, and we apologize. Yeah. Yeah. But it again, paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. I think it was like what a three or four tweet thread, something sure. like that. Now, what was interesting about this is while all of this was unfolding throughout the uh, days, you know, of apologies and, oh, guys, we're not going to do it. And all eyes were on Twitch. Uh, they also took the time to announce Twitch Studio, which is a new app that's going to help make streaming easier with customizable templates and optimization settings to ensure a perfect stream with less hassle. Okay. There you go. See, they use this as a PR move to say, get it out now. Everyone's watching. <laughs> you got to try. You got to try something, man. Because unfortunately, like the last uh, the last couple of weeks, they've kind of poo-pooed on a few things there, intentionally or not. But it's just, uh, it's, it's it's been a rough month for Twitch. <laughs> it's been a rough month. <laughs> All right. Let's go over some quickets. So, uh, got a few. Some are a little less quick it than others but they're still they're bite-sized you get the you get the gist Mm -hmm. so last week we talked about mass shooting incidents across the u.s kind of even mentioned a possible threat of violence against twitch headquarters which luckily did not occur uh it seems they were not the only ones who got threats as uh bandai namco apparently received a bomb threat at their santa clara office in california on top of that a 40 year old man was arrested in Japan for threats of arson against Square Enix. The latter event actually had Japan on edge considering the recent fire set at Kyoto Animation that killed 35 people. Oh, man. So, mm. what is wrong with people? That's I don't all know. I gotta say. What, like, what? this is just, it's sickening. I don't understand it's sickening. This, the yeah, mindset. Like, I don't even know how much more to say about it than just, like, I don't know. People just, ugh. yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Oh, Epic Games is uh, facing yet another lawsuit, this time over a security vulnerability that allowed hackers to access player accounts and purchase in game currency with their payment information on file. Did you follow me on that? So they hacked someone's account whose credit card information was already saved and bought a bunch of stuff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was trying to make sure I, I understood, but it seemed weird that they got their maybe they took their account information, put it on their account. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Or yeah, or if they have it. Well, yeah, because even if I go into my profile on most accounts, like only the last four show yeah. or something, unless somebody saved their PayPal info and didn't have two-factor auth on. Like I don't know. Mm. Where there's a will, there's a way. Sure. Uh, Epic states that they actually took measures against the breach, but the lawsuit alleges that that's no guarantee. So, uh, Epic... Which is kind of like one of the things that we remember people getting all up in arms about, about the Epic store in general. Yeah. They thought the security was... And that was one point that I could empathize with where I'm like, yeah, I mean, if that's the problem, then sure, I can understand not wanting to purchase from there. Mm -hmm. Epic also Oof. apologized for the release of a new dog companion in Fortnite that was basically identical to a previous dog. I mean, I saw them side by side. It was like it was a lighter shade of brown. Dogs. And but it was identical. <laughs> okay. uh, they are offering up a full refund plus additional in-game currency for anyone who purchased the dog. 
but you're also going to lose the dog because they're going to remove it completely. So you just get your money back plus a little extra, and then you're going to lose the dog too. Okay. So, I mean, if you're one of these people who <laughs> bought this damn dog, see, look, okay. <laughs> you saw, if you saw the dog and you said, hey, that looks a lot like this other dog that I got, and then you thought, oh, I'm going to buy it. You're, why would you do that? Why would you do that? What possesses you? I don't know. I don't understand I'm not the type who gets attracted to like buying skins and stuff that just makes the game look different. Like that's, I'm just not the person Mm -hmm. who gravitates towards those purchases. Um, I just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, it must have been different enough for a few people to want it. I don't know. But it just, I don't don't understand people. I don't understand. Some people that I just like, they want all the things like they, they feel like they. 100% 100% games if they have like all the things probably I guess but it's just so much money. and when you're talking with a younger audience yeah you know I don't know I don't- I'm surprised it wasn't about the mechs like I don't even play Fortnite my Twitter is all a buzz about everyone complaining about the mechs well the Apparently dog they added this feature in a game where like they're inside a big robot or a or a mech if you mm-hmm. will and people are calling it too OP or this that or the other I'm sure I watched like a match with it just so I could just see what it was. And I was like, okay, but since I don't play the game, I don't understand how it balances or not balances things out. Well, I'm sure it was just the next thing that they had to complain about because like I said, I only heard about the dog and then. Yeah. Mix. But I I did see an announcement and I don't know when it was that I got a push notification to my phone that Epic is standing behind the mech. Okay. Like apparently at this time, they're not doing anything about it. Well, so it's in the game, people, and I guess just deal with it. Yeah, good good for them, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, Valve is uh, setting up the use of human moderators to stop Steam Workshop scams. I'm okay. not even sure what uh, Steam Workshop is other than isn't like adding mods or something to games or something. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, there you go. I'm sorry, human people. I don't, I don't know what thing. this is, but... Good, good, yeah. good for you. Um, Microsoft said that the Xbox Scarlet, which is what I guess we're going to call it for the time being, for uh, now, will yeah. prioritize frame rate over graphics. They also admitted to dropping the ball when they revealed the Xbox One. So good, good for them to learn that they screwed up. Do you remember okay. that whole? I don't know that I do because I never purchased Xbox consoles. So well, it was I during it might have just missed me E three years ago, two thousand fourteen, fifteen, somewhere in there mm-hmm. when they were just the Xbox One. It's going to cost five hundred dollars. You're not going to be yeah. able to trade games anymore. We're going to lock your content. We're going to do all this other stuff. And people are like, what? Are you serious? And then just yeah. I mean, it was so many things like. I'm not going to buy your console because you're not really making it sound appealing. And then Sony comes out and it goes, we got the PlayStation 4, three ninety nine, all your games, all this stuff. And everybody's like, yeah. And it was just like, uh, Microsoft, you look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, uh, it was quite the beating they got. <laughs> no, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. So. We'll uh, wait till we see the price tag on the next ones. Now, but. speaking of which, you sent me a little something about uh, that this morning, didn't you? About uh, Microsoft? Mm-hmm. Well, about the Halo game. I mean, yeah. Pull it up. It says uh, the Halo Infinite creative director, Tim Longo, 
uh, is leaving the company. Yeah, I just saw that this morning. So I guess it came out yesterday is the date on this. So yesterday being Friday Mm -hmm. um, at 4 p.m. So August 16th. But yeah, it looks like um, it's switching roles again and they're excited to announce whoever the next person is. So um, I just saw a little bit of nervousness from some people tweeting like, oh, but we're a 2020 release still, right? You know, so for the first PC Halo. So yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's from Kotaku, so you you know how, how it can go either way with that. So we can mm-hmm. probably see an edited version of this later on. But, um, yeah, it looks like he has moved on, one of their big creative directors, and a new person is stepping in their place. Apparently everything's still going to keep on task, though. So All right, well, they, they seem to know better. It's my holiday 2020, so we'll see. Uh, well, he's not the only one leaving a company. The uh, lead producer of Anthem, Ben Irving, also announced his departure from Bioware. Right. So people oh. are just saying, we're done. I'm out. No more. Don't know if we're burning them out or are they just moving on to bigger, better pastures? Or Well, I mean, when you hear you about know. a lot of these, uh, these companies in particular, I, I feel like they're just done with their company at this point in time, especially Bioware. I could understand if I heard more people were leaving, it wouldn't surprise me. After all the crap that they've had to go through, it wouldn't surprise me at all. They're just yeah. like, no, I can't do this anymore. You're just going to have to, maybe they know something. Maybe they see the axe is coming down soon, and they're just like, Let's, I'm jumping ship now before it gets worse. Get out so yeah. I get it. Uh, A trailer leaked last week, and I don't know if it actually got uh, officially announced. I didn't see anything that said an official announcement for Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, which looks like another... You know, I don't know if you ever played Plants vs. Zombies, if that was a thing you did. I think a little bit, the first one. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. Like the the pattern, the the setting it up and trying to de- fort defense in some way, I really yeah. enjoyed that. I got so good at it that I could really have a strategy that worked so well. And then when they started doing this three D battle royale kind of thing, I just I lost interest. I didn't I don't want to play that. I want to play the str- strategy defense tower game. Well, where are the odd ones out, Steven? I guess. Where the odd ones out, because those those are super hugely popular, and it's just one of those things I look on from the outside, and I just like I wish I could understand a little bit, because they look like they're having fun. I suppose. <laughs> I just can't, you know, get into it. We're just not fun people, I suppose. I guess we're just big old fuddy duddies. Uh, EA actually did announce uh, Need for Speed Heat coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on November 8th, with early access available on Origin on November 5th. And the game is said not to contain surprise mechanics ever, but we will see. But why, though? I thought they were better than loot boxes. I know, right? But I'm just going to say yet. They can say never, but something tells me they will find a way to slip them in later, like they did with the Crash Team Racing. They will find a way. I promise. Yeah. I will, I will bet money. I mean, I'm not, not going to deny that. No, <laughs> I, I would put money on it right now. Gambling bet, $1,000, I'd win. If, if it starts to hit successfully, then yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Just like, just, just, just slide, that, slide that in, slide that in. Be fine. 
Uh, Volition is apparently working on a new Saints Row title that will not be a spinoff like Agents of Mayhem, but a true sequel to the series. So I'm excited. excited. I really hope they go back to basics and go... From the little bit that I saw, it looks like it's a bunch of tomfoolery again. Good. So it's uh, I, 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 yeah, I think they're they're staying true to form. So I'm I'm excited for it for sure. Those were fun games. See, I I, I know that uh, I guess they would look at it as a sense of where do you go from like when you go from three and then you go to four. There was a natural progression of where do we go from here because you're just going crazier and crazier. I would love for them to mm-hmm. kind of rein it back in, kind of like what they were supposed to be doing with Agents of Mayhem, restart, okay? So let's let's say you did pick it up from Gat Out of Hell, and it's, we got a brand new clean slate. Start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Go back to basics. Build from there. Figure out where you want to go, but still keep it crazy, insane. Just figure out a way to start small and build right back up. Right. I think that would be a smart move, but maybe... Maybe they've got better ideas. We'll I don't see. know. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed, so it'll be good. Uh, mm. Speaking of which, uh, in that same realm, Deep Silver and THQ Nordic released a statement saying that production of Dead Island 2, which has been the longest produced game that I've seen in a long time, has been taken over by Dan Buster Studios, which pleased no one, as they only have one game under their belt... And said game is one of the worst-reviewed games of 2015, Homefront the Revolution. Oh. So I, I don't think anyone has a l- high hopes for this game anymore. <sighs> I mean, well, it's been this I guess long, we'll see. You know? I'll it be- has been a long time. Like, I keep forgetting that it's even a thing. Right? If I'm being honest. I mean, when so. I did play Dead Island, and I played it for a while, and then I just got bored with it. It was like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't finish it because it was just the same loop and routine. I feel like I would have to do a lot to stand out. Yeah. And if it's switching hands, then I don't, you know. Well, see, there was a lot about know. it that reminded me of uh what is that other one? Dying Light. But Dying Light yes. did it so much better. And I think that's what made me lose interest is because of like, I've kind of played this already and it's not as good as I this other like thing I that I did. I news about that too, because what, Dying Light 2 is still a thing. Yeah. So if they're both like going to coexist, that might be another reason why Dead Island's going to have to really try to find a niche to stand out a little bit more because mm-hmm. of those comparisons. Sure. So, ah, we'll see. Yeah. Best I of luck to him. Honestly, don't have much interest in the game right now, but I'm sure Todd would if he was here. Yeah. Uh, THQ Nordic also confirmed the return of Time Splitters. Did you ever play that series, that game? No. I didn't either. I've so I don't have a, a dog in that race. No. Konami has filed a new trademark for Silent Hill. Ooh. Okay. I, I think I would be a little bit more excited had they not botched uh, Metal Gear on their own. Yeah. So. And everyone's still bitter about the PT thing, which apparently just hit its like five year anniversary or something. Not that how about long. that? There's a game Can there you that it's been that long. No, but there was a there was a promising game there, and they pissed it all away for just what? Who knows what happened internally? I didn't do a whole lot of digging, but yeah, the, no. those two. Yeah, but look, it needed to be a <laughs> Kojima 
you had Kojima, you had Norman Reedus, you had a hit because he was popular. Kojima, I mean, say what you want. I mean, if I'm I'm sure it was a personality clash. He wanted to do things his way, and they were just like, no, no, this has got to be a we Silent Hill game. We need to be done at this date, at this time. And he was just like, I can't do that, or I'm not going to do it. I could I could hear it more as I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but but right? again, but again, this is a gaming superstar. He's he's like up there with uh, Miyamoto from Nintendo, someone who people know. You give them right. what they want. You let them make the games they and want because they, they sell. Great. They work. So, I don't know. Konami's stupid. Yeah, that, that could have been great. We're all just going to have to wonder what could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Switch-exclusive Bubble Bobble for Friends will launch in Europe on November 19th, followed by a North American release in early 2020. I'm disappointed that that's the Switch-exclusive because I want to play Bubble Bobble again. I love that game. I don't think I've ever played it. Well, if I ever get my hands on a copy and we're in the same room together, we're going to have to do some couch co-op and play some Bubble Bobble. Because okay. it's a fun game. I love playing it. <clears throat> and it's an old Nintendo game. Uh, what else I got? Oh, yeah. Bohemia Interactive is removing any form of drug from DayZ due to a potential ban in Australia... However, according to reports, any drugs, specifically from what I saw, cannabis, found in the game, were not even usable files or usable items. They're just in the code, I guess, for something. Like, was it planned on? I think so. Yeah, I think it was something they were going to add in. But uh, it's since it's in there, they are going to remove all this to appease the Australian certification board so the game can get out. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really feel like that's going to make or break the game because you can't use cannabis. Right. God, I would hope not. I hope that wasn't their whole shtick they were writing on. Well, it's called Day Z, not Day Weed. So, that was was my lame joke of the day. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Quantic Dream is said to be done with exclusivity deals and will be going on all platforms going forward. I'm excited to have him back on PC again, yo. That's right. Now, I got I mean, really. I got one more story or I got one more quiggit, but it expanded overnight. So I got to pull up mm. I got to pull up some screenshots that I got because uh additions were made. And see, now it's going to be like, oh, where's it at? Uh, Here we go. Okay. So, apparently the uh, cast of Mortal Kombat just uh, added a few new characters. And we got some actors behind them, too. The one that I had originally that I only heard about as a possibility yesterday was uh, Ludi Lin. And people may know him best as Zack the Black Ranger from Saban's Power Rangers movie, or uh, he was Captain Merck in DC's Aquaman. Well, apparently he has been cast as Liu Kang. And what I've seen of the guy, I don't, I couldn't tell you who he is. Like, I've seen both of those movies, but I couldn't tell you who he was outside of you saying, right. oh, he was that guy. He's like, yeah, but I don't remember his face. I couldn't pick him out of a room. But he is going to be Liu Kang, so I'm like, all right, cool. 
But then they said, oh, wait a minute, there's more. So now we have, uh, let's see, who do we got here? Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to find their names because I'm getting last names. I need full. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. Uh, Newcomer Sissy Stranger, I think is her name. Uh, Where is she at? Why? Melina. I think she's playing Melina. Because I'm looking here on the screenshot, and apparently my screenshot didn't do... There we go. Yes. Stringer. She will be playing Melina, which also makes you wonder, is she going to be playing Katana? Because, you know... God, I would hope. Twins. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do this stupid crap again. Like you did in Annihilation. <laughs> it's twofer. Uh, where's this other guy? Taranubu Asano. Yeah. Nailed that. All right. He is going to be playing, or he's in negotiations to play Raiden. He was apparently in uh, Thor Ragnarok. But I see his face. Okay. I couldn't tell I you who he was. Ones, but... I don't know. Uh, but the one character or the actor that I do know out of all of these people is uh, Makad Brooks. I know him best from uh, the CW Supergirl. He played Jimmy Olsen. Uh, okay. He is going to be playing Jackson Briggs. So I'm like, okay, awesome. So there you go. You got a, there's a cast, out, yeah. cast of characters, and I'm sure there'll be more announced by next week if uh, if all of this goes well. So. Ha ha. Good deal. I got I have Hopefully. no truth or trash this week. So we're gonna jump what? right in. I'm sorry, there were no rumors. There was like nothing. Uh but we do have some weird news. Week. We do have some weird news. Oh, those could be fun. Oh yeah, this one is very interesting. Something um I I hope we're I'm educating a few people because I didn't know this. I found it very fascinating. I, now, I know you're not a huge Pokemon aficionado or anything, but are you aware Are you aware of the Pokemon known as Mr. Mime? Mime? Mr. Mime. No. He looked... Like, even if you, like, if I had heard you, I... I he's he's a mime. Like a mime. Yeah. And no. I'm sure you've seen him. If you've seen the Detective Pikachu trailers, he was in the trailer. They were interrogating him. Seen him like that. And he looked like he was in a... He's a, he's a mime. He's pretty much a mime, he's just a mime. in Pokemon he form. Had a few words. Yeah. Pokemon, uh, he looks like a mime, acts like a mime. Compared to other Pokemon, he really stands apart because most of the other Pokemon, they kind of look like animals or something like that. And he's kind of humanoid in, in mm-hmm. his way of looking. And someone even kind of mentioned that if you kind of look at his texture and Detective Pikachu, he kind of looks like a kickball. <laughs> Which I, I didn't oh, think about. Okay. I was like, all right, yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Um, but outside of how human he does look, at one point, did you know that Mr. Mime had a very cartoonish feature known as the four-fingered hand? You know, this, this thing. Just yeah. a common cartoonish trope, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't seem weird. It was just like, oh, yeah, four fingers, cool. Well, 15 years ago, during the release of Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, Mr. Mime grew an extra finger. And some players did take note of this, but no explanation was really given, and most took it as a redesign, considering Fire Red and Leaf Green were essentially remakes of the original Pokemon games. So it was just like, oh, they just they did a, a design tweak. Okay, cool. 
But the reason is a little deeper than you might assume. That reason would be the Yakuza. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you aware of Yubitsumi? No. This is the act of cutting one's pinky finger off as an apology. Oh. Okay, I just don't know that I knew what it was called. Yeah, but yeah. Well, this is a common okay. practice in the Yakuza, or Yakuza, however you want to do it, and parents in Japan took his four-fingeredness as a sign of him being a member of the Yakuza. Oh, no. Okay. So Japan was like, all right, all right just give him, give him an extra finger. Right. Just make him regular. Let's get it going. Yeah. Oh, damn. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, very, very bizarre twist of, <laughs> of things. But, I mean, I, I guess I could see it if it was. Yeah. If that was in our culture, probably it's something you would think of right away, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all the weird news I got. So I'm going to bounce over to some release dates. So on August 19th, we have headliner Navi News for the Nintendo Switch. August 20th, we have Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution for the Nintendo Switch. They really need to start tightening these names up, I'm telling you. Uh, We have Rad for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Killer Queen Black for Nintendo Switch. Truck Racing Championship for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Remnant from the Ashes for Xbox One and PC. That looks good. Mm -hmm. Invert for Nintendo Switch. And Real Fishing Road Trip Adventure for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Then on August 21st, we have Fire Pro World Wrestling World Wonder Ring Stardom Collaboration DLC for PlayStation 4 and PC. Then Smoots Summer Games for Xbox One. Smoots. That makes me think of a movie. Claude Henry Smoots. (laughs) S-M-O-O-T-T. Anyway, Smoots. Uh, then on August 22nd, we have Onanaki for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Life is Strange 2 Episode 4 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Black Desert for PlayStation 4. Super Dodgeball Beats for Nintendo Switch and PC. Milk Made of the Milky Way for Nintendo Switch. Sega Ages Space Harrier. 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 There we go for Nintendo Switch. Harrier. Harrier. And Sega Ages Puyo Puyo for Nintendo Switch. And Everdark Tower for the Nintendo Switch. All right. All right. I feel like it's always Nintendo Switch. It always, it always is. Yeah. But you know what time it is. It's time to play Name That Game. That's good. <laughs> if only they knew. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys just need to imagine us dancing the entire time. Imagine it. Like use your imagination. Right yeah. Use your imagination in the greatest way possible to imagine how crazy we are dancing when that music is playing. It's just, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll explain why later, but you have five. <laughs> 
And and I'm gonna you I'm feeling bad for me. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a hint for today. Oh. Okay. Because I honestly mm-hmm. feel like this hint works for all of this. None of the names make any sense for the game. Like they've made so much sense up until now. Well, usually you can kind of listen to the descriptor and be like, huh. And then just like kind of... Like a hoe Yeah. I mean, you can, there's, there's some little thread you can find and be like, okay, that could be that. There is none of these make... Like, just giving you the basics and then you read the names and be like... How am I supposed to know that? That's how weird right. they are. That's how uh, it's just. Okay, so if they're too similar to the description, then I know it's wrong. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. The first game. This game is all about keeping your fortress clear of evil critters in virtual reality. You have at your disposal an arsenal of weapons to get the job done. In your endeavor to safeguard your flag from evil cows, you will shoot arrows, throw bombs, and rely on your trusty companions to get you through each wave of assailants. Is this A. Leather Smacks B. Wet Pants C. Dry Denim or D. Into the Suede What was the first one? Leather Smacks. I'm going to go with C, the denim one. Answer is B, wet pants. Damn. Because, like, I felt like there was too much of a trend there with, like, pants. Mm. But. Yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. Wet pants. pants How, how, wet pants. I don't know. We need somebody. We need somebody like saying no to these things. Yeah, like, but hey, no click, no clickbaity things. That that is your. Keep that in mind. Wet pants for that description wet of a pants. game, and that was wet pants, which clearly makes no sense whatsoever. So just continue. Mm. Keep that in mind for later yeah. on. Yeah. When you started going in the pants direction, I'm like, what? what? Mm. Okay. okay. This game. Involves using physics to reach the goal. You can use blocks to to slow down. Let me try that again. It's that bad English. Okay. You can use blocks to slow you down or bounce you up, but you only have, you only A, have watch out. I'm not making that up. Okay. I'm trying to follow. Uh, let me read it one more time. You can use blocks to slow you down okay. or bounce you up, but you only a have watch out. Okay, I don't know that it helped the second no, time either. It did. A have watch out. Got mm-hmm. it. So don't get hit by a bouncy block. There are different types of block. Green block are used to keep from falling into pits. Yellow block are used to help cross wide gap. Red block are hazard. Sure. And that's it. So is this... Oh, okay. <laughs> is this A, Forup Man, B, Per Off Person, 
C, color block guy, or D, Hugh Wedge, astrophysicist? Well, I'm going to take out uh, C and D. Okay. Because it's probably too close to, like, they said block. There is a block. I'm going to go with A because it seems the furthest off. You are correct. It is Forip Man. I don't know what Forip Man is. is. Yes, exactly. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Four up. Might have to look that up. Hopefully I did saying like some really offensive title. Uh, no, I re- I I, lo- I looked it up. I looked it up and nothing came up. So I don't okay. know what so I don't I know what the what word they is. Thought it meant in English. Could be. Could be. Maybe there's. Maybe that's the key. Mm. <laughs> okay. In this old school side-scrolling beat 'em up adventure game, you must traverse through snow, caves, forests, swamps mountains, and corrupted lands through six amazing chapters battling a swath of dangerous creatures, discovering hidden secrets, and collecting numerous haps while upgrading along the way. Is this the misadventure of Melon, the blunder of Brisket, the calamity of Jane, or the setback of Sal Sylvia? A, something about a melon. That is correct. The Misadventures of Melon. Yeah. See, the hint you gave maybe is what's yeah, working sure in my favor is. here. Like, All right. Look at that. You got two. Yeah, oh, amazing. See? And see, if we stopped here, I would like, I'd be winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have the opportunity to fail now. All right. Well, I mean, you're still doing good. Let's see. You did better than, you're, you're doing better than you did last week. So uh, that's already a plus. All right. This game asks, what can be done most with Rambling Adventurer? What if add some luck and passion? This game is exactly a story design to present you with the most entertaining way of countless events and results that can happen to a wanderer. In an interactive story where your choices can turn into countless results and scenarios, even the smallest selection you make will not leave you alone throughout the game. Confirm your choices and proceed according to your decisions in this text-based adventure RPG game. Make careful decisions because choices determine your destiny. Okay. Is this... A, choose your own destiny. B, the, no. m- the multiverse pejorative. Maybe. C, the journey of one makes five. Or D, a wanker's adventure. A wanker's adventure. God, I wish it was. I'm going to go C. Answer is D, a wanker's adventure. <laughs> really? Yeah. I gravitated towards it, too, but I loved it too much, so I thought it was wrong. All right. The last one, because, last you know, one. they just they keep getting better. Impossible. Yeah. The object of this first-person <laughs> shooter is to survive as long as possible as endless hordes of zombies attempt to take you down. 
With support for up to four players, you can play single player or host a game to allow others to join you. The higher the number of team kills, the quicker the zombies spawn with your personal kill count, opening up new weapons for yourself, as well as allowing more charges of your team buff. Work as a team or turn on friendly fire and take down your teammates to slow down the spawn of zombies. Just don't stand still or the zombies will get you. Okay. Is this A, gutting the competition? B, buck zombies? C, dead last? Or D, man versus zombie? What was the first one? Gutting the competition. I'm going to go with A. Answer is B, buck zombies. Ah, since it said zombie, I was like, nope. But it doesn't make Not sense. It. None of them make no. sense. No. It doesn't. Jesus. I don't mean to be irate. I just doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't like titles <laughs> that don't, don't make understand. sense. We don't understand. But it makes for a good game. Sure. So, uh, so they're, they're feeding us content. They have no idea. Yeah. So nothing important happened this week. And uh, I, don't, I don't really have a headliner. So I figured uh, maybe we could take this opportunity to just plug a few things. <laughs> because sure. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Do you got anything you want to plug? I don't think that I do, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still come check me out um, over at Mixer.com forward slash Jocosity, J-O-C-O-S-I-T-Y. Um, if my laugh doesn't bother you for an hour and a half here, let it bother you for four to five hours over there. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I wish I had more time. I do to... have a YouTube channel, too, if you want to go watch me do Beat Saber. Those are fun, too. She can kill it. See, see, look how well I'm plugging myself. This is why I need a manager. Perhaps. Like, come check it out, guys. Do I got to turn into the YouTube personality? Yo, 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 what's up? What's I got a up? YouTube forward slash Lacey underscore Finley. You can come check me out. You know, <laughs> it's a hodgepodge of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend you go and check her out. Go uh, hit that little subscribe button on her YouTube page and do all that stuff. It's, it's a good time. A lot, of, a lot of fun. It's definitely, there's no theme. I put up whatever I like. Developer interviews, publisher interviews, Beat mm-hmm. Saber clips. Well, I record them specifically for YouTube, so it's not a clip of anything. But, yeah. It's kind of I mean, if, if I would hope that if you've been listening for a long time, you've done already, you've, you've done these things already. So, if you're new, yeah, by all means, please, please. There you go, please. Um, check it out. As far as anything I've got, you know, I've uh, been doing that whole 15th anniversary thing on my YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, been fine. Uh, there's going to be content. There's a, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. There will at least be two videos per week, at least, not counting the podcast, at least two videos per week until October. So nice. just just be aware they will be coming. There will be a remaster of an old, and I say remaster, but it's as remastered as I could I can get it. It's HD as HD as I could possibly do. Yeah, I cannot work miracles with things I do not have, but I did my best. 
Trust me, if you do comparisons color-wise and everything like that, they do look better. But yeah, uh, there will be the original video presented in new format with new music and new titles and whatnot, whatever I put on it. And then on Thursdays, you'll have my commentary where I sit down and kind of break it down and talk about it. And I was kind of worried that I really hope people will give them a chance. It's not just me sitting there going, okay, so I just, I did this thing here and I see where I filmed that. I'm really into it because I'm getting to talk about these shorts in a way that I've never had the opportunity to do. So it's like if you came up to me and asked me, hey, tell me about that. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm getting to just break it down for you. And I even try to find ways to, to... break down even the littlest things like the ones coming out this week would be the witch sister three if i'm not mistaken because tula came out last week there's a scene in there it's a it's a quick frame you would not notice it if i did not point it out okay but in the commentary i'm sitting there watching this scene and i'm talking about it and then i spot it and i was like son of a bitch because i forgot i forgot to take it out and it was like oh, it's too late. Yeah? it's too late now i'm just gonna leave it in there so what i do is i back it up in the commentary and say let me show you there's a there's a spot in this one shot where you see the the lens cap of my camera flops up into frame briefly, just briefly. So you have to pause it to see it, but it's there. So I pause it for everyone and I point it out and I complain about that lens cap for about a minute <laughs> because of all the trouble it caused me. Uh huh. So it's it's stuff like Damn that, right. you know. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm enjoying myself talking about this stuff and all the the silliness and goofiness and stuff like that. So, I really hope you'll give them a watch, you know, just to kind of get inside my head. I even did one. I won't spoil this one, but I actually made myself laugh after the fact on one because I was mocking myself just because, and I went back and watched it for a moment, and I started laughing pretty hard, and I was like. Ah. <laughs> but you'll get to well. see it in due time so yeah, yeah it, two videos a week at least for you know the rest of the the month this month next month into october uh maybe nice. some pints of ale i've uh, there may be a slowdown on that because of time but we'll see i do enjoy doing them but I, i've got to yeah, start they're fine yeah i mean i I need I, like I need more time in the day because there are so many things I've got on my plate right now that I just I need to focus on and I feel like I'm putting other things on the back burner that I need to be doing now. Well, you saw the Devecki tweet, right? What is that? Where I think had, I like, saw a, something. Devecki Studios tweeted out it was like a picture that you would find at a pool, like a warning label, like diving headfirst may cause injury or something to that effect, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's like, "This is the new picture that I've put on all my projects that I keep saying, or, or all the projects I keep starting but don't have time to finish." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "I feel attacked," you know. So <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, yeah, I did see that. Uh huh. So. Don't don't take it as an offense because I've I've noticed that people have been watching uh, that series and it makes I'm glad there are, there are, there is an audience that's slowly growing on it, uh, which mm-hmm. makes me not want to stop doing it because I don't want to lose them. They seem to and I mean they seem to be there, you know. And I think that's yeah that's why I continue to do them because kind of what I said in a previous video, I'm not doing it for the audience, but in this instance, I kind of am because they're there. So it yeah. feels like they are gravitating toward it, and there's a, there's a group there 
much like the podcast, I know there are people listening. I see there are people downloading. I see there's a graph that tells me where people are listening all across the world and what platforms are listening on. So I know people are. So I don't want to take that from them if that's something that they are becoming accustomed to. But if it's something no one is watching, then, you know. But also, hey, I mean, I think that's part of content creation, right? Is you just keep experimenting to see what works mm-hmm. or what hole you're filling in someone's life that they 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 wanted and that you're good at. And then, but I also admire the fact that you're not scared to just try a bunch of different things to see what works because a lot of people would be too scared to put those creations out into the world for fear of it being rejected. So I think that's that's part of the whole journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I've kind of tried to approach everything now is. I'm not going to be alive forever, but hopefully there will be grandchildren because my children, they give me no indication they even care. <laughs> I mean, not to say that they don't. They just give me no indication. Because it's dad stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think we always hear celebrities complain about that too. Right. Like their children don't even bother to watch their movies or whatever. They're more excited for the actors they're working with. And, but but daddy's in the movie. Yeah, but no, yeah. I'd rather go meet so-and-so. Exactly, right? <laughs> I think that's just, just the trouble of being a parent. They're like, it's your stuff. It's fine. Now, not to say that they won't watch it or anything like that, but I feel like it's, I have to be like, hey, did you see this? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I was like, it's been up for a few weeks. <laughs> Did you subscribe to my channel at least? Come on now, children. Yeah, help me out here. So, I birthed at least five viewers. Let's do this. <laughs> so I'm at least hoping that the immortality of YouTube will allow my grandchildren or great-grandchildren that may not know me to mm-hmm. discover me and be like, that was my great-grandfather? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know, whether they like right? my stuff or not, they will have this video archive of me talking acting a fool on on camera and even with these director's commentaries they can dig into my head and be like what was my you know great grandfather thinking at the time oh wow that's that's interesting mm-hmm. you know so i'm kind of looking at it from that perspective it, it it's a video diary for someone maybe if anything so I may never get to see its success. I could be a hundred years dead, and then everything that I've done takes One of off. Those cult following things, yeah. where it's like, gotta find more. And that's that's probably what'll happen too. I'll never get to know, <laughs> but it'll happen. Oh well. Yeah. But if it does, then you know, that's fantastic too. Yeah. But by then they'll be like, ugh, this was shot in 4K. It's so hard to watch. My God. We have our 10 million pixels. I can't believe primitives used to watch 4K. (laughs) (laughs) It'll happen. But that's all I got to plug. I don't really can't. I can't think of anything else that I got going on. And that's that's all I got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't have a bigger, bigger headliner this week. It was just, uh, again, it happens. We're busy. We got stuff Slow going on. week or whatever. Nothing huge happened. No big releases happened. No. You know. So uh, that's our show, I suppose. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter at any time at Super Mega Crash. I would just, I'd love, I'd love for people, if you're listening right now, add us at Twitter and just say hi. Let us know you're there. Yeah. How about that? Can we do that? Can, yeah. can we ask, can we ask our listeners We're to do people. that? If you've gotten right here, just go on your Twitter account at Super Mega Crash. Hi. Don't don't give any other context than that. Just say hi. 
Well, now. Yeah, I'd love it. Uh, also, if you're more into email, you can send us an email at supermakercrash@gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view our weekly icon art. You can support the show by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and even going to patreon.com slash productions, where right now, for $5, you can see the first two episodes of Super Mega Crash Adventures. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts, and also youtube.com slash productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I am Lacey Finley. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.